Welcome back, folks, for another episode of RF Talk, the Rainbow Files podcast, where we talk about games, gadgets, and other geeky stuff. This is Chad, along with my fellow Weeb collectors, Alan and Ryan. Hey, what's up? Uh, I guess there's no clap this time, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So, what's up, Ryan? Yeah, how's it going? I am... Uh, I'm moving houses, so I'll be moving on Sunday. So I've been spending the last few days packing, moving stuff, small stuff already. Nice. Um, yeah, it's been busy. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I heard it in Japan. Like, uh, paperwork is like extra work. Like, there should be a job for it. Like, yeah. And you're moving. I'm yeah. guessing there's a lot of paperwork behind that too. Yeah. Do you like hire any uh, agency for moving your stuff? Uh, yeah, we hired. A moving company to handle it for us like this is not my first time moving actually uh i moved uh sometime last year so when i did that i think i just paid the guys to really just bring my stuff down transfer it over ha- help me carry things and i realized that was really exhausting um oh, yeah. so this time we put up a little extra to actually get guys that will disassemble the furniture for me bring it down load it into the truck oh wow the house and reassemble it for me because like i really can't be bothered anymore yeah i've I've seen some videos before like there it's a thing in japan when moving like there are services that actually sort out your stuff uh, disassemble and then make sure all of your stuff are well protected and then they even help you in arranging stuff when you move like even uh, yeah. setting up stuff uh uh furnitures yeah they would so <laughs> i noticed this really weird thing with these guys um like some of them mm-hmm. um because we we ran through several different companies looking for good estimates like the cheapest one and so on like uh-huh. there was one company or probably like two of them that said like okay we're going we can do this and this and this for you but we are not touching your computers because of, in case of like data corruption oh. we don't want to be liable for that oh. I'm like okay <laughs> fair play fair play yeah fair what enough. else don't you want to touch anything breakable anything fragile so like i have like a shelf of alcoholic yeah alcoholic drinks there it's like we don't want to touch that I'm like okay sure i can carry this on my own what else won't you touch um, oh, what's that? Do they, do they have a list, or, Sorry. or um, no, they come into the house. They they look at the house, they inspect everything you own here, and then they'll give you a quotation of how much it might cost. Um, at the same time, they will tell you what they may not be comfortable or what they are not willing to handle for you. And yeah, funny thing is, um, so it's computers, it's like glassware, and fucking IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, IKEA? Like yeah, the dude. IKEA stuff? As in IKEA stuff. I said they looked at our dinner table and they asked us, is this IKEA? So we say, yeah. Uh, sorry, you can't do that. What? Why? I mean, isn't that the isn't that one of the big features of IKEA furniture? That- um so the moving companies, like in case of like damage during transport, um, they don't want to be held liable for IKEA. I don't know why. I, I guess it's That's a weird. it's it's a warranty thing. Like uh, we can't guarantee that we can put put it back together for you. We can't guarantee that we can have it replaced or serviced for you mm-hmm. because it's not a Japanese company. 
Oh, okay. I guess it's more of the it's more of the being able to to what you call it, like to ensure the service for it. Probably. I, I it's, it's it's kind of odd to me, I guess. It's It is um, odd cuz most like here furniture is like basically screws, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah, no, no, because there is like I I we do have furniture like um Nitori, which is like the Japanese IKEA. They have absolutely no problem with that. Um and some other furniture that I can't even I I don't even remember what brand it was. They're like, oh, no no problems there." I'm like, "Okay." So, so the big the big issue is being able to source it from within Japan. That's the thing. Like, so if my house happened to have like a fuck ton of antique furniture, what would that mean for them? I have no idea. Uh, hands off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but yeah, um, eventually we did find a company that would handle IKEA uh, <laughs> and everything Mac? else. They oh, basically okay. just begged off the bottles, which I said, "Yeah, I'm fine. Look, the house is like ten minutes from where I'm at right now. I can bike over." And by right. CPU, they said yeah, the CPU we're not comfortable with that unless you waive any responsibility on our part for damages for that. I'm like, um, I could do that, or I could yeah transport this by bike as well. So whatever. Wow, like nice. I can imagine being one of those guys. Like, what if what if you're the kind of person that collects occult stuff, like? Uh, that that vase <laughs> looks like it's cursed. So no. Oh, that <laughs> all seems suspicious. It's having a creepy stare on me. No, that thanks, is sir. actually that's actually funny. Like, uh, um, I remember seeing a video of that on YouTube. Uh, the the trash taste guys. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Um. So Gigok, the thigh guy, is uh-huh. like married to this American girl who mm-hmm. actually does YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. You know her, Sid Snap, right? Yeah, so I am familiar. Yeah, yeah. So she does like reviews of all this, these uh, hentai and like. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, imagine oh. the situation. <laughs> oh no! And there was, there was, in fact, like a uh, story by Giga, like when they were moving homes in Japan. Mm-hmm. So you know they actually boxed all of these things ahead of time, but one of the boxes just ripped open and everything just fell off fell down so the moving company guys just see a bunch of like plastic ding dongs all over the floor oh (laughs) oh dear anime moments yeah um i don't think i have anything like that here you don't think you have any or there's nothing you you want to mention (laughs) um i mean i've been packing right i've been putting things in boxes already uh no i have found like a lot more knives than i thought i owned like hunting folding knives and yeah i swear i only had one but i found like two others in the house were they scared of you after finding all these things or oh no i mean pickup hasn't happened yet they're coming all right right. it's just Mm. these are things i could hide in a box probably so I don't think there are gonna be any problems with that. And if yes. it happens to come out, I'm like, well, what? Um, I like my kitchenware. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a, that's a lot easier to explain away than a vibrator. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Maybe. Yeah, it's a it's a lot less embarrassing at the very least. Yep. I mean, 
I don't suppose I would or should be embarrassed. I mean, we are human. We have needs. <laughs> right? Okay. It depends so, on how awkward it will be <laughs> to some people, but yeah, still needs. I mean, if it's like horse sized, I'd be like, yeah. If it's, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, sir. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I said, I have, I have particular needs. <laughs> I have. Like yeah yeah they see the first one it's normal size I have needs and a giant <laughs> Godzilla sized one drops and I'm like I have special needs yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and, but I'm moving around well actually it's almost as if I'm always moving like some people have commented like dude are you running away from home because uh when I when I'm on the road when I have to do stuff I'll be out of the the residence for like days. And uh, that can, and the thing is, the nature of the job sometimes demands that I'm actually away for much longer, and I don't actually know. So I just bring everything. I just bring everything that I think I might need. So I, I walk around like two luggage bags and just toss it in the car. Like, you're, are you are you running away? Like, no. <laughs> did you get into like next week? Did you get in a fight with your with your family? No. <laughs> I this is just how much I need. I need to be able to review it with a console. I need to be able to uh, do stuff on the laptop, and then I need clothes, and that's already a lot of stuff on its own. That's fair. I mean, um, what one of my friends when he first moved here like three months ago, he was uh, he showed me a picture of his luggage. Mm-hmm. Like he bought, he brought like I don't know two pieces, maybe three, and one of those was definitely just for the PS4, the laptop. Yeah, Oculus. Yeah. <laughs> Oculus Quest. Oculus what? Okay. Yeah. Um, Man, you... I mean, he was a game dev, so. Okay. Look, but you uh, you would have a luggage bag that's worth so much money. That's so I scary. Know. I would hate airport. losing that. I assume that was the check-in, though. I assume oh. that was the check-in. Okay. Okay. Like personally, me, um, if I was lugging around that much, I would make sure the electronics, the expensive electronics, would be in my person at all times. Then, airport. Okay, I get in trouble for dumb reasons at the airport. Like why? What do you do? Okay. Uh, because one of the stuff that was gifted to me, uh, long ago was uh was a Swiss Army knife, and I just loved the and it's the type that has like. You know, screwdrivers, different screw heads, all that. Oh, yeah. So I just yeah, love yeah. having it around. So I, and uh, that's where I keep my house keys on as well. So it's just, I just bring it without really thinking about it. So, oh, get, no. So, eh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. So I have to no. leave it in the car. I have to go back, leave it in the car because you don't want to lose it. So yeah. I do want to yeah. teach you something. Like, mm-hmm. definitely knives and stuff like that. You want to put that in your check-in baggage yeah yeah Yeah. um your electronics you want to have that in a bag inside a bag because there are some airports that want you to pull out all your electronics from your hand your hand carry oh yeah like please take out your cell phone take out your laptop take out your consoles yeah that's happened to me yeah yeah that happens um there was a period where i would travel a lot um and I would have definitely like my cell phone. I would have my switch. I would have my laptop, of course, for work. And mm-hmm. every time I hit like, you know, ins- like the inspections uh, at the airport, um, this was 
very much the case in America, I think. And mm-hmm. I had multiple transfers there, like Hawaii and then San Francisco and then um, McAllen, I think. McAllen in Vegas, right? All right. Uh, so when I hit Hawaii, I'm like, okay, no big deal. I, I'm pulling things one one by one. By the time I hit San Francisco and they started asking me again, I'm like, ah, oh, this is taking too much time. By the time I was in Vegas, I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Ever since then, I just learned to find a way to make sure that all my electronics could be pulled out very quickly and then repacked just as just as fast. Yeah, all right. also had that lesson I, before uh, when I was traveling around in Asia. Yeah, electronics. So that's another one that I got in trouble for. Right. So, uh, yeah, I got I got that I got the lesson because uh, you kind of don't want to put your delicate electronics in your check in, right? So laptop, console, and everything else. So no. <laughs> I get, so I get, uh, so that's in my backpack. That's, that's in my, uh, that's in my hand carry goes through the detector going, the going to going to Cebu was okay. No problem. Getting back from Cebu, same bag, same content goes through the detector and like, uh, sir, we cannot let you bring an extension cable through the, in the, in the airplane. I'm like, what? What I got here, no, no problem, right? And it's a nice one too. It's got the USB chargers on it. It's got, it has a nice on switch. It's a Belkin. It's 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 pretty good. <laughs> so, Belkin does extension cords. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> uh huh. And and it's a nice one. And they're saying, oh, it's because it's because uh, it's it's our regulation, and we're not, and uh, the security is not comfortable with wires getting on the plane. I'm, Everything else in this bag is full of wires. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I give her the but you know, you, yeah, okay, you're doing your job. You just do your job. You just do your job. I had to go say goodbye to such nice extension cables. Oh, uh, shit, that's rough. Yeah, it's a hassle. And, like, it's a different take from when you arrive in Cebu and then when you're leaving Cebu. It's like a different, yeah, different regulations. Different, yeah, so. Somebody like okay here you can have it. I don't want to throw it in the bin because because I like this one. Enjoy. Because <laughs> so, my because I'm at the point where the uh, the detectors uh so you get you get inspected several times right, and yeah. I'm already past the check in, so they, you can put it in your check in. But like this is the one right before the plane. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. airports suck. Uh, guys that plan to travel soon, like read, because that is why that I I dislike reading, and that has gotten me into trouble. So read, so, <laughs> read yeah. the regulations. Lessons learned: like always, have a separate bag for electronics, and maybe check on what rules have for specific airports. Airport, <laughs> airport. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like a hassle. Because <laughs> normally yeah, domestic like, flights are a lot more lenient on these things, right? Yeah, it should be. That's kind of weird. Yeah, this is why I keep like my stock of electronics like lean. Like yeah. power banks, I'm I'm actually iffy about power banks. Like some airports are like no. Like yeah, they don't want yeah, it in your actually. check-in. They don't like it in your hand carry. So like. I avoid carrying power banks with me. Um, what else? Extension cords. Uh, if I don't declare it on check-in, usually it just gets by. Yeah. Um, you know what can get very hard to explain sometimes, though? Uh, what? Various types of anime merch. 
Ah, uh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, anime merch. Like, I remember when doing when I was in Japan, like, buying stuff and anime merch in, what's this, uh, Mandarake and Surugaya. Like, it's, most of them are, like, second-hand items, right? And yeah. And it's a hassle if, for example, you got an item without any packaging. Or it's a, uh, original packaging, like, in boxes or whatever. So oh, those are huge, though. Yeah. In some cases, like, can you imagine, like, they'll be wrapped in clear plastic, like, how do you say this? It's the same things you would see like on display. Bubble wrap. Not, yeah, yeah. not just even in bubble wrap. Like, in some cases, they just give, it the, they give the item to you as is, without any packaging. Like, how well, am I supposed to do yeah, this? Yeah, because it was used, right? Yeah. So, okay. in some cases, they, some, like, some stores would be generous. Like, they would put some bubble wraps or disassemble the parts to make sure it won't break out break off when traveling and in some cases i have to find ways like being creative <laughs> so make sure that if you have some extra laundry use it as wrapping protection for your figures so it's a big help so it's kind of easy for your luggage but some cases when <laughs> when air, air uh, airport security are checking your bags there's some case they might get confused on what's inside so you have to open your luggage your uh, check-in bags and Man. show them one by yeah. one. So it could be a hassle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, the, the, the logistics are hard already, right? Yeah. But what if uh, you're like, what if the... So one of my friends, uh, her dad went to, went to Japan. Mm-hmm. And her being the absolute weeb that she was, she asked her dad, Dad, can you go to Ikebukuro for that oh, no. certain... <laughs> For certain products in a certain street. Now, right? would you like to fill us in on what you might find in this area? Okay. Ikebukuro. Um, hmm. I mean, Ikebukuro is... Uh, I don't go there often. Um, but it would be one of the destinations for... Uh, otaku, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. I think, yeah. Uh, or- animes, figs, uh, anime merch, and even... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yaoi I mean, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, stuff. Of course, anime <laughs> is a big deal, yeah. like in several parts of Tokyo. But like Ikebukuro in particular is known for its uh, more female-oriented demographic. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. So, so she's like, Dad, I know you. I know. I know you. You. You love me as your daughter. Uh, can you go there to this shop and buy these all these books? And the dad is like, What? What is this? And the funniest part was, do you have anything to declare? <laughs> and he's got like probably 10k plus worth of anime merch. Of no, of doujin material. Oh boy, doujin! <laughs> it's a big like, trouble. It's a big trouble for you, sir. I I really want to know what. I suppose your friend's relationship is like with her father because like. Just you know, her getting her dad to buy yaoi for her is just blowing an my ab- mind. An abundance of yaoi, like. oh, probably really close in that yeah. scenario because you won't be asking for really specific items if you're not that close enough with like, that person. Like, like, can you imagine, like, if if uh, if you get like embarrassing uh, merchandise and suddenly uh, the the security decides that okay, we're inspecting you, and they're gonna go care to explain this. I mean, 
as of that, he's like, he could just say, I have a daughter. But <laughs> if you have more risque stuff or stuff that looks like, I don't know, cosplay items. Like, I, I don't know how to explain to someone if, why I have a magical girl wand. Like, well. I mean, I would still say it with a straight <laughs> face if it's been, it's from somebody else. <laughs> yeah, because, like, customs does get, like, super strict about, like, adult stuff like that. Like, you are not allowed to mail toys of that nature by post. Yeah. Um, I think they are rather strict about us. Um, what really ex- exporting like large amounts of toys as well oh yeah because that would make you an exporter uh if it were a commercial quantity but um i'm told there are ways around that like you could defend yes this is a lot of toys but it's like different kinds of toys like i these are uh, gifts I mean, for my relatives back yeah. home they're not commercial quantities because they're different kinds. I mean, but, by by that you mean like, for example, you don't carry like I don't know, thirty um, uh, thirty of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, that's how wor- that's how with some surplus stores works. Like they would yeah. buy secondhand toys like without packaging or in worse conditions. Like, uh, immigration or customs would assume that it's personal belongings, and then they would probably use but buy boxes for transporting these items to the Philippines. I mean, I mean it actually that... sounds like a good business. Like, a mm. buy-in box by sea is like 9,000 yen. Mm. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Sounds like, like from... business opportunities, boys. Oh, no. It does, <laughs> but it honestly just terrifies me, you know? Um, like, what do I do if it gets held up in customs either here or there? What if you, um, what do you do if the customs person is like a weeb and we you know that the weedness is spreading around the world so they see it as wow then they they probably what they'll nick the jojo figure off the box oh no yeah i don't know i i mean it's crossed my mind like more than once like if i should consider maybe like seeing if i can make money off of doing that but, but I really am trying to stay away from anime merch. Like, if you got access to the Silk Road, like, you could, if you want to just do it as a thing, you ask someone to, uh, you just ask someone to buy, to buy it, and someone asks you to buy it, and then you just put, like, a bit of logistical fee on it. Actually, there is that. Like, there have been, there, there have been people who do, like, you, the pasabai services, and Pasa by B-U-Y, where, nah. um, like, you can message me to buy a certain thing from here, um, and I'll put it together in a box, and once the box is full, I'm going to ship it over there, and then I'll have a person on that oh, side yeah. ship your order uh, orders over to the customers that ordered right. from me. All right. We, yeah. we are officially getting down to business. We are now going to enter the phase where... How do we decide that it's worth to buy? Now, from <laughs> Raymaru Files, we're not Files. called Raymaru Crates. <laughs> How do we? No, but but legit, Raymaru like uh, the, like we're we're uh, we're we're grown ass adults that ha- that can now afford stuff. If we if the logistical cost is a little high, that no problem. If it's precious enough, because back then, like uh, let's say 10, 10 years ago. 
like I already find the 200 peso figure pretty expensive. But now I'm like, uh, oh, somebody's selling that thing for like 4K. Hmm. Hmm. That mm. sounds kind of cheap. That sounds kind of cheap. <laughs> oh, when people ask, uh, do you have four figures per month as your, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. All right. So let's say uh, first the first kind of, let's say, anime merch I would buy uh, back in childhood was like uh, bootleg model kits from Gundam. Because I got into Gundam Wing, right, and that was like four hundred bucks, and it was a, it was kind of a, that's already steep for me. But the fact that you build it and it's this fully functional action figure was, was, blowing my mind. Actually, like even the older days, I remember when buying model kits, uh, Gunpla model kits, like the high grade ones around the nineties. Like I f- yeah. remember buying the Gundam X model kit around three hundred pesos. This is like uh-huh. legit ones, and it eventually became like around 500 600 when the Endless Walls line came out. Oh, like a few years later, like two years after. Okay, so that's what thing the thing I can kind of remember when buying some anime merch. Yeah, and and, uh, yeah, if you remember when during our elementary days, like we buy text cards just to collect anime stuff. Pretty sure text you cards, text like you know those small trading cards. Oh, like, oh, those. Text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, in international terms, probably uh, small playing cards or tradable playing cards that uh, depends on how you would play. Like the matching with the highest or competing with the highest number. Yeah. On the card is on the card being displayed, and right, then so. trading with friends right. from who have duplicates. <laughs> Matt, since we're going down this memory lane, like, uh, right, what, what's those, what was the first introduction to you that you would say was your merch? Like, what broke your merch cherry? Ah, oh, man. Um, I can't really think of anything I was actively collecting at the time. Like, I, it was a little of everything, man. Um, with my own money, like, of course, like, when I was younger, it's like, my I'm trying to beg my parents to get me this and that, right? Like, Power uh-huh. Rangers, whatever. Oh. Um, with my own money, though, um, Pokemon figurines, just because they were that cheap, uh, hundred hundred pesos, right? Yeah, for, I remember like, one those. Figurine. Wait, is, wh- wh- where do you buy them? Like, do you go, do you go, to, do you go to Green Hills or something? Um, yeah, Green Hills or Toy Kingdom. I know, I know, they were very, or they were very affordable at least for like, I don't know, um, like a first year, a seven grade sixth grade fifth grade kid right it's a hundred pesos well uh, uh, not affordable for everyone like, it's so it's a week so was it a week's allowance for me yeah probably uh, yeah or maybe those bootleg remember those sort of candy toy model kits like they're just candy one toy? or two runners, uh, and then they come up like either gundam zeta zeta gundam or from gundam z or those macros thingies. Oh, you mean the the stuff that the Changet will rip you off with? Yeah, right? or even some from cool. those side stores around outside school. I Remember avoided those? those. I mean, there was this phase, right, when I would go to my cousin's like school. There's this candy shop nearby that would sell like um, candy with yeah the plastic figurines. I think that time they were on my um, Ultraman Kaiju. I think. Oh yeah, I remember those like like Chibi Ultraman Kaiju. Yeah. Oh, one colored uh, miniatures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, those were nice. Shit, I missed those. Um, yeah, what I else was I those. collecting? Um, you remember that time, ano? Um, tender juicy hot dogs had the pencil toppers in Street Fighter. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I do not remember uh, those. I don't yeah, actually own those before. Like I think they sold out pretty fast, and uh, I remember seeing those those commercials before that they're promoting the Street Fighter. Uh, those kind of Street Fighter toys. I'm trying to remember if they actually looked good. I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're, like they're in the like, 90s, remember? Like, but, I but, have it in my head that they were at least above average. Uh-huh. But I, yeah. I, I really can't remember anymore. Um, I remember having the E-Honda one, um, which kind of sucks. I got the sumo mm-hmm. wrestler. They had the Chun-Li. My, my cousin had the Chun-Li's, the Ryu's, the Ken's. It's like... Why do I only have Ihonda? Was my household not eating enough hot dogs? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, I wasn't too big on spending my own money for toys simply because I was I, I was horrible at saving money. So yeah, uh, I guess that's our humble origins in collecting merch, and. Pretty sure you guys have the specific favorites for or specific uh, wants in anime merch, and what could that be anyway? So, I think for me is I'm used well the usual gun plus, and then I think the hard part here is it going to evolve your taste. Like the more you grow in your like in career or young. After several years, like your income is getting bigger, your taste would probably also evolve. Like you would prefer more premium stuff. So if you're used to high grade model kits, you might go now with being re- real grades or probably larger scales like master grades. Or in some cases, my worst fear is like now collecting metal builds. <laughs> Oof. Like, they're more oh, expensive. Man. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Wait, metal builds of what? Metal build uh, figures of Gundams. Like, the ones who are pre-assembled, but has die-cast oh. parts. I think my big, my first big item, ticket, big ticket item, blah. Big ticket item for figures would be Beast Wars. Like, uh, Op- Optimus Primal and uh, Megatron, like the Tyrannosaurus Rex version. Yeah, uh, those were pretty sick, dude. Those were pretty sick. Uh, when we visited uh, America, when we were like, "Yay, big!" You know, uh, we got so the relatives just got like, "Hey, you're a good little kid. You you, you speak <laughs> Filipino. You eat adobo. Yeah, wow, we remember the Philippines. Like here, uh, let's buy you some action figures and Beast Wars. This stuff was the bomb. Like I didn't know action figures could be this good. Yeah, man, I, I haven't even owned Beast Wars figures. Like. I think I skipped that phase with the Transformers scene. Like, I used to have those bootlegs of Generation 1s and even those uh-huh. Takara, the original Takara versions. And when from my brother, so it's like been inherited to me or passed over to me. So I managed to have those collections like Soundwave, Blaster, Optimus Prime, the Dinobots, and then bootlegs of Combiners. But I never actually managed to collect any Beast Wars figures like from Cheetor or uh, Rat Trap? 
they were crazy expensive but yeah yeah i have to give it to beast wars man like the g1 transformers there were a lot of them Mm -hmm. but the beast wars um figures they were larger in scale and a lot more complex i suppose yeah there seemed to be a lot more um working parts in a beast beast wars figurine compared to the g1 ones man um mm -hmm. i had yeah i had um megatron and my little brother had like optimus primal i think those were the only two ones we had um because we weren't we weren't really watching beast wars oh. at the time but yeah we were familiar enough with transformers to appreciate it yeah i remember yeah. watching it on abs before even in this original language like in the 90s studio 23 right? was it studio 23 uh, studio oh, 23. it was oh, yeah because okay. studio it was... 23 was where they would air the english stuff okay i thought it was like on channel two before or probably the tagalog dub version probably man uh it, the, the megatron and beast wars the megatron figures like excellent dude that was, uh yeah it was perfect man. yeah because most of the time the transformers especially the earlier ones you can tell that it's a robot that just is bent in a weird way yeah yeah but megatron even though it's, it's like a shell forming kind of thing like it, it's a shell just... over him mm -hmm. you basically when you transform him into his tyrannosaurus form you can basically not see up. his robot parts anymore yeah yeah it's so good it's it was like, so perfectly made and he's still like um, a weapon right like it's a like long sword or something uh it's a, his it's tail a pincer is tail. yes all right now his dinosaur head also squirted water it's it, oh. it was a water gun also yeah it was so badass yes i remember it was I remember. so cool um and it was it was funny because in retrospect when you think about it these toys actually looked much much better than the show <laughs> actually it's true uh, the no, early no, years of cg was, yeah it yeah. was bad cg days but they they did their best man <laughs> they yeah they did their best like <laughs> no but <after> yeah <laughs> that, that that's not a knock against anyone it's just the toys were that good yeah yeah that is true um and yeah i think the reason yeah that was probably the reason why i never got into it and probably why apart from pokemon i we really never got into collecting it because we knew it was just obscenely expensive yeah, I mean, back in 2000s, that was like, uh, I think it was at least $40 for those things. Really, like, that's that's a, that's several meals in America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, what was the closest thing I, I attempted to collect? The Final Fantasy VIII figurines, maybe. I remember seeing yeah. those at toy stores before. Like, they were kind at, of... At the height of the release on Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, uh -huh. they were cheap oh. at that time, like well, cheap in our standards right nowadays. But during those times, like around four hundred pesos, five hundred pesos. Yeah, I think that was yeah. the appeal of it. Like they were not obscenely expensive, but then again, they were not posable at all. Yeah, either. like only right. like four points of articulation, like only swivel on the arms and legs, or in some cases it was, they don't even bend. <laughs> the legs didn't move, man. Yeah, yeah, I think the, only the arms would move. Like, I'm thinking, did the head move? I think the head moved at yeah, least. Yeah, I think so. That's like three points of articulation. <laughs> um, you could rotate the wrists, maybe. It's and like then is. it's the shoulder joints. The elbows don't move at all. Yeah. So only just the shoulders move. Like, only swivel like 360 or some cases, like half of it. Yeah, they, they were awful. Like, when I thought about it. Um, the reason why I fell out of the 
idea of collecting any of these things. Like, I think when I was hitting high school, when I was hitting college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just started deciding there were other things I would like to put my money into. And then there was a thought of like, okay, um, these things are expensive. And then how in love am I with this title, I suppose? This yeah. Show, mm-hmm. like, uh, that I, I wasn't really... It. I wasn't really thinking on the level of collecting. It was mm. more like I just found that series or show super cool, like, and I just wanted to have it around. Yeah. It wasn't really, it wasn't really like Pokemon where I collect them all or anything. Like, uh, you just want I just wanted the, uh-huh. I just wanted the passion for it represented somehow. No, you just right? want to collect the coolest character. That's also what? the case. Uh, that is, yeah, that that is the that is one thing, right? Yeah. Um, I think. Um, in my early teens, there was like one thing that I really, really loved. Um, the first time I went to America, um, I went to I think I don't know what store it was, maybe a Target or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I no, 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 it wasn't America. It was Hong Kong. Um, there was one thing I found there that I just automatically said, "Yes, I have to get this." Like no matter what, it was. Um, Front Mission 3 figurine of... Uh, what? No Zenith. way. Yeah, dude. No way. Yeah. That exists? Wow. Yeah. Um, Front Mission 3 was called Zenislev, but for every other iteration of Front Mission, it was called Zenith, I think. Yeah, it's Zenith. Mm-hmm. The protagonist's mech, yeah. Wanzer. Um, there was, like, um, the Front Mission 3 Zenislev Wanzer. And, yeah, it was... Absolutely. No. Warrior. Why do Sweet, I know it? man? Like, why am I learning about their existence now? This is so yeah, awful. This is my oh, usual no. wish list before, like in some video games. And like, I think, I, uh-huh. yeah, I, I super love the shit out of that. Um, I'm so sad. I lost a lot of the components. Oh no. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's sad. That's I don't sad. even know no. if it's still in my old house. But yeah, it was one of those things. I wish yeah. I kept in better shape. I would have taken it with me here. Yeah, it's like one I of moved. your holy grails or something. Yeah, I actually can remember um, now. Like, um, I used to have this wish list uh, when I was a kid, like owning the Optimus Prime Power Master figure mm-hmm. like i remember seeing that in nova fontana before in sm ed north edsa uh like at that time it's still expensive because it's like the original release from the generation one in the 80s i think and like, okay i think at that time it's like one 2000 before uh, when i was a kid and then actually when i <laughs> pass forward like for example college or early years in you know being a salary man i remember seeing like reissues for this uh a bit expensive because it's like a hot item that time like almost double the original price i see i saw on Novo fontana and then fast forward a few years later uh, i see a certain third party brand made a version of it which is more of a modern take like more details had better articulation like you could actually make really good action poses on it Mm -hmm. and it's like almost a hundred bucks and i think at that time i finally decided to i'll save up money i'll do pre-order for this and i'll get it and yeah no regrets (laughs) 
You got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. But it's not an original uh, Optimus Prime version, but it's rather the third-party iteration for the Power Master oh. Optimus Prime. It was okay, way okay. better than I expected. So it was a great deal. Like, I'm fine if it's not the original, but at least I have a Power Master because I remember watching the anime versions of Transformers. Like, I think this is the God Force or God Master or something that I uh-huh. watched on Star Plus before on cable where I watch it like around 6 a.m. and then right before I go to school. <laughs> So yeah, I found that nice. Optimus Prime version really cool because he has an add-on armor that makes him bigger and then another add-on armor to make him fly. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, there seems to be a progression I'm starting to sense with how we have been um, purchasing figurines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, All right. yeah, it's, it's an upward trajectory. Like, yeah. The more you earn the more tempting it becomes to get the more premium stuff. All right, so... So, like, what is your... What's okay. that? Sorry? So, during childhood, like, we all seem to be all set on, like, we want robots. You want, like, the... the You want the Gundams, you want the Transformers, uh, the Zenith Oh, man. I want the Wands. Wait, I think even Square Enix... Square Enix released a Bring Arts version of that. Like okay, don't tell me this. Do, don't, do not tell me this. That's, no, it's, now you know. Now... <laughs> I just learned that uh, that it was also one fest just this weekend. Anyway, anyway, so uh, and the reason that we were like more on the robot stuff, like why would you collect uh, fig? Like I would collect figures. Probably some reasons, right? Uh, I guess. How about you, right? Like, what your what's your reason? I I don't know. Um, honestly, I'm not big on it at the moment. Like I said, um. I think as I grew older, I started contemplating uh, that, you know, they're expensive. They take up space. I am in a smaller, um, I I lived in a smaller home for a while. So, like, I didn't know where I would put them. So, um, I've been falling out of it, actually. Uh, Or rather, I've been actively avoiding it. Uh, That hasn't stopped me from seeing stuff and thinking hey i kind of want this yeah i think that's it's most of our cases like it's one of those phases like we want this because we didn't experience this before when we were younger and then afterward we realized that i think we bought too much of this so i think it's time to stop <laughs> or something <laughs> i think uh, we've experienced that kind of phase i i don't think it's a i suppose i should stop it's just um how do i put this or lesson, I guess. Uh, for me, it was more of... Yeah, when I was back in my house, I didn't have... Like, in the Philippines, I lived with my family. I never had my own room. So, because I never had my own room, I had to consider mm-hmm. how much space I was occupying. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, how much clutter I would be building, how that would be getting in the way of the other people I'd be living with. Um, mm-hmm. Not to mention, yeah, I wasn't making that much money. Um, so it was not really a hobby. I was interested in pursuing. It just didn't seem practical for my lifestyle. Um, I moved on, I moved on. like when I moved to Tokyo. Uh, I thought, hey, I finally have my own place. I could probably do this. But um, I lived in a studio apartment, like a one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. So 
um, I had the concern of hi how do I even fit this all like I had this problem like I had a um oh Alan's gone oh yeah I got it's connected but anyway oh. yeah so I had a problem before with uh UFO catcher machines oh hey Alan welcome oh, back welcome back thanks Windows 11 but <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Were we we just talked about like some uh what do you call this? Things like, that we buy like when we stop or something. Yeah, when we stop or when we start. Um right. so basically um this would we I think the general trend is when we start working and stop receiving allowance. That's kind of when the it really slows down, <laughs> right? Uh like Does first, it slow yeah. down or does it speed up? Mm, that's Depends the question. The, or the actually, no. I think it, it it doesn't speed up so much as now that you're making your own cash. It's like um, no. decisions are much more calculated. Yeah. Like okay, um, I don't need cheap shit, or uh, would I rather buy this, or would I rather hold on a little okay, bit okay, longer okay, okay. to get this? So- there's the thing. So, mm-hmm. for example, you, you you get far enough that you own your own, you're handling your own place, right? Mm-hmm. And you got your room or whatever. You got your table. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the Gatchapon figure kind of fits the the room anymore very well. The let's say you have like all 151 Pokemon. That's nice, but you kind of need room for the rest of your workspace. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so definitely. suddenly, suddenly you're. Your the figure the the space for anime merch is becoming real estate management, <laughs> but within your room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, how do I? Well, personally, I didn't go all in on this whole thing because of yeah. Um, I used to live in a small room. One, number two, I really wanted to have a respectable looking room, quote unquote. um if i were to be completely blunt about it i just had this image in my head that if i had a shelf full of like we merch that would be like um what was the term i used to use for it um like instant contraceptive you are not getting laid that night (laughs) they will protect your virginity (laughs) it's a protective wall my, my virtue. Um, I feel called out. I feel so called out right now. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm joking. You know, um, I I am largely joking about that. It's just, uh, yeah, it was mostly an issue for me of like finance. Like I didn't want to blow too much on, um, stuff of that nature. Plus, I didn't really have too much space. Uh, mm-hmm. And then now I live with someone else. So again, I go back to the matter of being considerate of how much space I occupy. That is true. Yeah. Very true. yeah. I mean, all right. So one of the, yeah, yeah. So the workspace management became an issue. And that was my defense against Chad, just trying to get me to buy all these things. I mean, you have your own visit. house, unlike mine. <laughs> it's a fair argument. <laughs> now, I want to restrict it to a room, all right? And oh, then uh, it, it so would expand I d- into the living room, into the bathroom, <laughs> no. and in the kitchen. <laughs> I would love to have a room I could like dump all that stuff into. Yeah, one of our wish so far. I think in my case, like 
before I had my own place, like I have to share, of course. Uh-huh. And at that time, I think I just have this mindset like, and someday I might have my own stuff so I could, you know, display this. So I'll probably buy these figures and behold, after 10 years, right, you have place. a huge stock of piled, you know, backlogs <laughs> of model kits, figures <laughs> on box and, you know, you look like a store, sir. Yeah, that is selling. exactly why I avoided <laughs> um, going the way you went. Yeah, it's uh, like a struggle right now. So I'm <laughs> although I did fell, I, I did fall off the horse like for a pre- brief, brief period. Like, yeah, I was, I was just telling you before Alan um, lost connection. There was I had this UFO catcher phase. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so small Japanese apartment like really barely any leg room chad when you were still visiting my house i i did not have the queen-sized bed in the apartment yet oh so there was still a bit of you know room to move around at the time i kind of remember that (laughs) yeah but you remember how much space there was yeah yeah not a lot now i can't remember if you were there for the big ufo catcher phase I think I just, How many stuffed toys did I have in the apartment when you were there last time? I think just two or three. I two or three, okay. Like, that's, <laughs> um, I think it's a starting phase. Yeah, I, I have like... What was the term for this? You, do you guys know like the giant plastic bags from Ikea? Okay. Like you stash them? Like the shopping bags. Use, yung parang bayong, oh. oh yeah, like tote bags. Yung, yung giganting bayong. Uh, yeah, I saw that like... The last time we went to Ikea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have this beanie couch, which is maybe a meter, mm-hmm. a meter wide. And yung bayong ko no stuffed toys is sitting right beside that beanie couch. And it's almost as big as the beanie couch. <laughs> and that crap. <laughs> bag is full of like stuffed toys, which I'm going to transport by bike to my new house tomorrow. Wow. Now, nice. um, yeah, because... Most of those came from my UFO catcher phase. And oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you sell those? I, I think you can sell those off. I think you can, but. I is. could, <laughs> but there's real. Apart from like opening up space, really, there's no merit because it's still a net loss. <laughs> I mean, you can still get a portion of your loss. I mean, I don't think it's going to be significant. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the value for plushies is gonna be different, or from it's, you know. I I can guarantee you, just from that one plush toy, I will still be negative no matter how many of these I sell. Holy crap! <laughs> all right, well, yeah. what 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 was the what was your white whale of these all of these QFO catcher items that you found? Okay, um, my white whale, I haven't caught it yet. Uh, I don't own one. I don't own it yet because I've been resisting. Own just I've been resisting trying it because. I have too many already. Okay, um, uh-huh. I got the IKEA shark though. Like that was, I don't know. Mm. yeah, I kind of really wanted the IKEA shark, so I just bought, wait. Bought that. Can you just go to an IKEA there and just buy the shark? Oh no, that that wasn't a UFO machine kind of thing. That was I bought a shark. Okay. Stuffed toy from IKEA because I like sharks. Oh, all right. I, I I just could not say no to sharks, but yeah. Um, White whale would be. There is also a, a cute shark stuffed toy in like a uh, game center. 
It was mm-hmm. always in circulation. That and a T-Rex. There's, there's one really adorable T-Rex. Does this, does this shark stuffed toy happen to also stream on YouTube? Ah, uh, no. That's <laughs> another topic. I'll, yeah, that's another <laughs> one for later. Um, yeah, um, those were my white whales. But if you're talking about like the greatest challenge or the most expensive one, I, I own like... There's like a Shiba Inu stuffed toy I have here. Um, I think it cost well over ten thousand yen in attempts. Not just for oh, me though. Holy crap! Not just for me. Not not just for. And likely, actually, not too much for me. I think I spent like five hundred yen on that, or maybe Wait, isn't yen. it? Like I, I've watched uh, several like UFO catcher videos on YouTube, and yeah, isn't there? Is if you put in enough money, the staff kind of feel sorry for you, and they nudge it in a way that it's a lot easier to get. Like, did they not help you through those 10,000 yen? Um, I think the staff were too afraid to come close to us because um, we were loud. Well, the people I was with were loud and obnoxious and oh, okay. very much causing a scene. We were all drunk. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we were the all yeah, we were all drunk in Shinjuku. Somebody decided, let's go to a game center. No. Go to a game center. <laughs> One of my friends says, oh my god, this dog is adorable. I want her. All right. So she and another friend start trying to get it. <laughs> I'm outside with my other friend. We're smoking. We're talking. It's like, um... No, we didn't even know they were going for it yet. I think they just said they were going to the bathroom. So we were waiting outside smoking. Um, I got through like one or two cigarettes before start. I start asking, where are they? Like, I'm on my second cigarette and they're not done with the bathroom yet. Are they okay? Uh-huh. Like, you want to check it out? Yeah. So we, we walk inside the game center. And there they are playing this crane game. It's like... I want this. I want this. I want this so bad. I want this so bad. How many tries have you done? Like a couple. All right. Okay. Ten. So it's like 200. It, it's like 200 yen for a try. So at some point. Mm. At some point they got so okay. deep into it. I'm like, guys, maybe we should give up. Like, maybe this is not for you. No. No. I have put in so much already. I do not want to leave this machine <laughs> not winning it. So they put in more money, and then Ryan, you try it. Put in some money. I'm like, nah, I don't even like it that much. No. And then they keep trying, and then at some point, I look at the other guy friend. I'm like, dude, how many tries has it been? I don't know. <laughs> at this point, it may have been like ten thousand yen worth. Should we call the staff to tell them to fix this? And my friends are like, no. No, there is no pride in that. We will carry on. They're ignoring the pity roll, boys. (laughs) So they carry on. We finally win. So much so that people were actually watching us because we were fucking shouting. It's like, fucking, no, no. (laughs) It's so funny because you're combining... A game that requires great perception and uh, like delicacy and skill. Yeah. With the fact that you guys are sloshed. (laughs) Like, this is not going to work. No, this is entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining until one of us started banging on the machine. We were like, 
fuck, stop doing that. Stop no, doing no, that. No, no, that no. Is not okay. Yeah, you're gonna get um, you're gonna get blacklisted. Yeah, but you know, um, despite that, I think the staff are still pretty chill. Uh, I guess it's partly to do. Uh, it's partly because it was in Kabukicho. I assume it happens a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's ah, just, right, it's right. a thing. <laughs> I guess it's just a thing. But yeah, I was basically like, "What are you doing? Stop that! Stop that! I don't want to get arrested and deported." Um, <laughs> what's your charge, sir? What's your violation of um, uh, banging at the UFO crane catcher? It's like smashing the UFO machine. <laughs> They just really wanted the dog. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. They won. And for some reason, they just decided to give it to me. I'm like, I didn't want it. <laughs> and now I can't get rid of it because I know they blew a fortune on it. All right. So, well, next time we visit, we're, we're seriously going to get, like, plushies of random things. Well, I mean, you have to pay respect Most... to Shiba Inu plushie Ooh. when we drop the uh, right. <laughs> I'll introduce you guys to the 10,000 yen Shiba Inu plushie. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Um, yeah, I, I have a small number of other ones. Some I won in like one try. Like at some point, I got so deep into this thing where I could tell, like, I could tell if there are some machines where you can win it already or if the doll is in a good position where you can nail it in like two or three tries. Mm. Oh. Like so, I so have one other stuffed toy. Um, it's a llama with the face of a gorilla. Why would they make that? I don't know. It's they fucking can, ugly. though, but they can. <laughs> it, it's fucking ugly. I, like, <laughs> the only reason I own it was because I knew I could get it in two tries. <laughs> and I did. So, ha, like, have you been... Uh, was, there, was there a uh, UFO uh, catcher trading arc that you could do this evaluation? Uh, man, not, I suppose there, there was this one like rabbit stuffed toy that took me a while to win. Like, uh, how much would have it, I think it may have been like around 2000 yen for me to finally win. So that would have been 10 tries maybe. And that was already asking for help from the staff to put it in a good place. So after a while, when you see how the staff positioned the dolls or oh, okay. um, after you figure out how much tension the claw makes, like, you know how they say in some videos, like these machines are pre-configured, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To have a certain level of pressure. tension or strength yeah. or pressure in the claw. Um, you get a faint sense of when something might work your way. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, for some machines, it's just a matter of dragging the doll all the way to the wall, make it hang into the wall, and then pushing the head down to so that it, you know, um, flips over the wall and then drops into the um, prize hole. Damn, that sounds like a it. patience game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it was expensive. And again... Um, you have better luck winning the larger plush toys than you would like the small figurines. So that's where I, that's the path I took. And these things are, they occupy a lot of space. There was basically yeah. a period where my bed was half plush toys. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Contraception. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, you have a lot of like uh, people joining you in bed. Lots of plushies, so you know, no, space know. is not there. Watching you sleep, so yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I'm surprised I'm not single. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing yeah. feet, though. So yeah, like it looks like we uh, he was an incidental collector. Are you are you, col- are you collecting anything lately? No, still the usual for Mecca and. I think for my white whale, uh, I don't think I have that particular white whale yet since I manage, I have my set of expectations when spending. Like, I would only spend at this much amount for uh-huh. particular months. So at least it, I won't just overshoot myself. Like, I would like to get this for certain item, but it's so expensive. So probably around three grand or four grand would be the highest. And then I just focus on lower stuff. Like, the more you set your expectations, the more it's easy for you to, you know, uh, handle your budget or your expenses. Ah, all but right. the problem is, the more you like, you earn, uh, like you have extra cash, the more you might spend multiple items over particular stuff that would overshoot. Like, yeah, it's like three thousand or two thousand for that figure, but you bought like three or four. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a problem. <laughs> actually, Chad, um, yeah, um, for me, like, I know when I was younger, I was, like, super into Gunpla. Like, oh, shit, I like this, I like this, I like this. And then mm-hmm. um, now I'm at that age. I, I, The thing that's stopping me from Gunpla now is, like, I feel bad if I don't build this yeah. beautifully. Um, the other thing is, like, Gunpla are, like, what would be my comparison? Um, I mean, they're expensive, sure, but it's like, at this point, I see so much of them, they feel so basic. <laughs> like, mech-wise, okay? Like, yeah, mech gets, I can feel like, that. Um, they are everywhere. They are ubiquitous, you would say. So I have been trying to be more discerning in my purchases of, like, mecha plastic models. Ah, alright. I actually have this one regret. I remember going to Surugaya with Chad in Akiba, mm-hmm. um, where I found like plastic model kits of Majestic Prince mechs. Oh yeah, saw that. I can't find those anymore. Oh no. <laughs> That's a regret. Oh. Them. But it's funny really? enough, uh there's a funny story like when you have this kind of experience that you missed that opportunity to get that. But in my case, <laughs> kind of funny story. Like I remember a time when I was in Japan at a certain year, and that I came back. To, I think I visited it twice in that year. Is this the Mazinger Z one? Oh no, the uh, Kaiser. I think it's the Jehuti one. Ah, uh, the Jehuti one. Yeah, the oh, yeah, I was about to say. Like, I was, I was mm-hmm. about to say. Um, I did like that, and I did like the Anubis one. Yeah, and I can't seem to find them. I think at that time. Well, I haven't, uh, the first time I saw it, like I wish I want to buy it because it's so cheap, like a thousand yen for a second hand, yeah. and it's still in good condition. But at that time, um, my pa- my luggage was already full. Like I don't have enough space to bring it. I was also thinking that I may just let it stay. I just have it stored in your place and just get it the next time I go back to Japan. But I said, ah, fuck, eh, never mind, fuck it. I guess I'll just come back again. Hopefully, nobody notices this. Uh, then, they probably found it by now. And then a few <laughs> months later, <laughs> the same year, I managed to drop by again at the same store, and 
the first thing I noticed when I went to that particular floor is that the the layout has been changed. So that kind of scared me. Like I I think I've lost my JOT. <laughs> So oh, the usual, it. of course, I try to search for it in every corner or every uh, shelf at that floor. And then, behold, it was hidden in, in that random shelf. And it's still the oh, same it's still price. Oh, Wow. Yeah, it's the same price, same uh, condition. Like, nobody actually touched it. Like, okay. I'm going to assume someone did and went through the same crisis as you did. I'm like, I guess. I'm going to come back for this. And yeah, they hit it somewhere like far back so no one would find it so yeah, there's yeah. probably some very sad weeb that returned to the store to find his buried treasure has been pillaged <laughs> yeah i guess oh, no. or probably i think they resort reorganize the layout because ev- maybe there's this certain moments in the store that they have to check their inventories like update stocks and then they resort it like probably they have new batch of items that they need to sell as a priority first and then all the older ones will be like stashed into the most hard to reach areas because i guess they think nobody's gonna buy it so let's put it somewhere else yeah Ah. like actually yeah chad like i think that's my jam now like you know with everything um with like money and space being such a premium like one of the things i think about now is like yeah, like I was telling you guys a while ago, like how in love with the title, with the series, with the character am I to want like a physical copy of this? Number two is like, I would like it to be like really special, like I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe rare, like not something you run into all the time. So yeah, the Zenith yeah. love was that for me before. Um, not gonna lie, every now and then I would think like, Maybe the what was that Soul of Chogokin or oh, something? Yeah, the Soul of Chogokin. Oh, that's a brand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, line of like Voltus Five. I didn't even finish Voltus Five, man. I never finished that show. I have skipped <laughs> several episodes until yeah, then. I, so yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't say it was like one of my favorite. Well, I mean, it was maybe my favorite when it was like five or six or something. But like, I think sometimes okay, owning one of those would be a flex. Yeah, actually. Uh, that's one of my early white whales before when I think the machinations announced the 40th, I guess 50 or 45th anniversary of Voltus 5. They released a newer version of it, Soul Chugokin, with a lot yeah. of the gimmicks. Box? Yeah, the Volt yeah. Inbox. And yeah, yeah that it, one. it was my wish list because it's most likely one of those stuff that I couldn't afford because it's like 40 grand or. 40 grand in the Philippines. And remember, it was pre-ordered in Japan, like 70,000 yen. It's it sold out almost immediately. Yeah, it sold it out. It sells for like 200,000 yen-ish. Yeah, you know it's, wow. You know there are the Filipinos who pre-ordered that. <laughs> if that happens. You know it's all Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even here, like people are pre-ordering in any different sources, like regardless if it's like, uh, you know, uh, inflated pricing or pricing, whatever. I, I will go out on a limb and say it's like, 80 to 90 percent of owners of those that particular model are filipinos yes because i mean voltus 5 didn't really blow up anywhere like when you yeah. think of like super robots the iconic super robot for japan would be more combatler v combatler v was the first so yeah it has yeah it that was the impact. first like it edged out voltus 5 yeah um, oh. because 
Combatler V was the OG, but like other super robots, Mazinger Z would be like the goat. Yeah, the goat for Japan. Like I, Voltus Five would be a side note. Yeah, it's like say. one of those. Yeah, maybe part of my collection, but not my priority to buy. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet like 80, 80 90 percent of like pretty much five like, Tamashii Nation models are Filipino. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember w- that. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of cool to hold one of those, but like, mm, see, yeah, um, the other ones I think I would like, which I keep finding, right? Um, Leopardon. Oh yeah, Leopardon. Japanese that, Spider-Man. Yeah, I kept finding cool. that in stores. I kept thinking oh, man. that would be cool. Um, but at the end of it, I was like, I don't love it. I just love how ridiculous it is. I just want to own it just Japanese for the Spider-Man lows. is. Right? <laughs> yeah, I can hear but, that. So every time I see one of those, it's like I block it out with no. Uh, I saw a Dimos one, which was pretty recently priced. I finished Dimos. So I would think, yeah, I would probably fuck with that. Yeah, I might be in for that. But no, end of it, like, no. I I need something, like, really compelling. Like, for that price, I suppose. Yeah, actually, I think I realized now that I think there's not really much of a white whale, but something that I am still looking for a particular item. And it's probably those super mini pla Gridman figures. Like they are so hard to find nowadays that I think I regret not doing a pre-order when it was still cheap, like three grand. Grid, get, Gridman, the anime, the recent, uh, the OG Tokusatsu uh, one, and also the anime version, uh, the SSSS Gridman. Like they had also the same super mini pla release. Yeah, and I missed that chance, and was kind of regretting it because nowadays you would find it on second hand in Japan, like five grand as a set. So yeah, might wait a bit. So those are, and I think there's cases like I tried checking on Mandarake, Mandarake's website. Yeah, like since they're offering also international shipping, I I saw one like around three grand, and then I tried to put it on my favorite list, and then the next day it's gone. So yeah, major bummer. <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, I would like like some deep connection to the title. I suppose. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah something else. Like for me, Gridman is also one of my favorites. Like, you guys remember like Superhuman Samurai, right? On channel, was it channel seven or channel nine? Sorry, the which series? Uh, Superhuman Samurai. Haven't you seen? You haven't seen those? Uh. uh Low, uh, Western version of Gridman? No. Well, I've, oh, yeah. I've caught like some clips of it. Okay, the, the only thing that I remember that Sentai that got Westernized, aside from Power Rangers 1, uh, is Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, no, that's See, even, that wasn't even that's Westernized. Even a, that yeah, was just, that's just original Western It's an original? Show. Ow, yeah. ow. <laughs> Okay, I I thought it was imported. I mean, at that parents. time, like uh, no, it was like it was riding off. Yeah, they're just riding the hype. Yeah, the hype train. Yeah, they didn't borrow anything from Japan. They just made their own. They think they could sell big, but no. But yeah. no, that's not gonna work. No, no. Oh god. But in, if if anything, uh, like from old stuff. So yeah, I, I am adapting that idea that you wanna have stuff of what you appreciate. 
of what you really appreciate and one of the things that really uh, informed my taste for mecha designs was uh votoms oh right? yeah and i one. have the hardest time finding anything from votoms because it's an old series it didn't it, it didn't exactly get a lot of new releases i think the last time it had anything was 2012 uh, and it was just an OVA. Actually, you could find some like newer ones, but they are more expensive, like ten grand, because they are like rare. They not are really rare. rare, but more of diecast parts or really detailed figures. I think yeah, and it's so sick. It's so sick. Yeah, and I think it's I more a of an issue. Okay, go, ahead, go ahead. I have a question. Um, the. The Netflix version of Voltron, did they ever come out with a toy of that? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, they did. They did, they did. I forget the brand name, uh, but they did release like a Voltron, like separate uh, lions. Which yeah. You can combine. And yeah, so far, I think some feedback, it was good, but of course, not that really good in terms of same like with Bandai nowadays, but at least it's still a fun toy to collect if you're a fan. Because I owned like a Voltron, the old one, the diecast metal one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was so young then. I wish I really took better care of it. I even had the Vehicle Force one. Uh, yeah, I think I also had those. Like, but I remember my Vehicle Force was just bootlegs. I'm not sure if they're bootlegs, but I remember there's like a box for that. That's really original because in Japanese and the package is in styrofoam. But I could be wrong though because maybe bootlegs before at that time or also have premium packaging. Like I look at it and think like, yeah, man. Um, I wish I took better care of it because that would be maybe something I would be inclined to just still yeah. Same with have me. on display. Actually, like the Voltus Five One, the original, uh, the vintage one, like it's in bad condition because of poor storage, like. Mm-hmm. At that time, I like I was like yeah, I'll probably s- display this someday and just put it store it somewhere in my cap uh, closet before. Then a few years later, like there has damages because it got you know uh, stacked on heavier stuff, so some of the parts got cracked or oh that sucks. So, uh, no, yeah. no 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 no. Uh, so, that's that's. I just to treat it as like a you know as a relic now. Just beside the DX Voltus Five that they got as a gift. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the stuff yeah. that sucks, you know. Like for, for example, uh, so I have model kits, right? Yeah. And they're in display back here. Uh, while I was away, apparently my mom visited with some cleaning ladies. Uh oh. And oh, no. they like they found the room, and uh, when I got back, I just saw that there was a beam saber hilt. Oh no! Without the beam. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, what actually, happened? You know, you know, actually, speaking of moms, I think my mom had this awesome. I uh, actually tried cleaning up my. At that time, when I was still uh, living in uh, you know, a f- f- family before, uh-huh. like they, I have this small uh, shelf. Like, uh-huh. I think it's like, what I say this? Uh, it's just a shoe rack, like, I mis- improvised as a display shelf. Okay. And of course, that uh, in in some cases, like it becomes dusty because I was I was busy at work, so I don't uh-huh. have time on cleaning it up. And then eventually, uh, my mom was at our place at that time, and then she just you know made some cleaning, and she even had the effort on you know 
putting some uh, poses on my figures. So, you know, added. What? You know. <laughs> That's cute. That's so, cute. Yeah. That's so, lovely. those are the fun moments with my mom when, you know, she just randomly uh, drop, drops by at our apartment. And then, you know, when she just decided to, you know, clean up the mess, <laughs> she would just cool. add more effort on, you know, doing poses on my figs. <laughs> That's so cool, nice. though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, man. Yun, um, old. The older stuff, yeah, there's stuff like I wish I took better care of. But we currently, like anything current or anything new that, or anything in particular that you're still looking to go after. And like, uh, for me, like, yeah, the older stuff is there, and then it's mostly robots. But as the as age progresses, I told myself I wouldn't collect figures of girls and on all that stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but because that's kind of cringe like what what you what are you want your wife you but now i am here uh collecting uh not really collecting it's more like oh i like that i like that android and now it is the it it has the most i have the, the most stuff i have are nendoroids yeah. and uh <laughs> it's funny because i hate the boxes they're bulky they get they just gather dust i mean it's a nice background item right but if you have like so many boxes, especially for Nendoroids, it's uh, it's it just gets in the way. So I found this some um, technology that uh, helps me store them efficiently and easy makes them easy to find because that's one of the issues. They're opaque. You don't know if the parts are there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. And that is Kenny Rogers takeout boxes. What? It's amazing. <laughs> Look, it has like a giant compartment for like uh, the general food, and you can fit your 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 the main Nendo there. And then there's three smaller compartments for like hair, face plates, and uh, and other props. It's so when I feel like I'm gonna buy a Nendoroid, and now I can just pre-order them, so I know I'm gonna go to Kenny Rogers at some point <laughs> just to do a takeout. Ah, <laughs> uh, no the real reason. Like it's like 300 bucks for a meal in Kenny Rogers, and you have your own Nendoroid box, this uh, storage box. It's, by the way, yeah, it's nice and it's nice plastic. You just uh, wash it properly, and you get this easy to organize storage. It's amazing. I think Kenny Rogers should do a collab with Nendoroid or with Good Smile. <laughs> they should. What? God, Nendoroid. Oh no. Um, you know what? Nendoroid to me was like, um, what was that? The pop figures of Weebs. Yeah. Uh, Funko Pop? Yeah. 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 And then those to me for the longest time were like Funko Pops for Weebs. Actually. Okay. At they least kind of are. In the good way, I guess. I mean, they are a better looking Funko Pops. I, I would hand them that. And I'm like, I, I, I'm going to say, uh, let's, let's, let's underline that I'm, I'm saying this in the past tense. Because <laughs> Jesus, um, I was also of the same opinion as Alan. Like the anime girl figurines are like, okay, this is how I protect my virginity. It's like owning these. But I guess what? That... I own one. <laughs> oh, what, what you got? What I you think got? I you know this... what my oh, first what? endo was. What was it? What? Arrow manga sensei. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd oh boy! Rise like I don't want to be that kind of degenerate. I don't want to like, be that. Get the best one, yeah. Okay, which oh girl? Boy. Um, I forgot the little sister, man. I I don't remember their names. <laughs> the actual little sister. 
the actual I, little sister. I, I am disappointed. I am disappointed. Well, <laughs> speaking of anime waifus, yeah, <laughs> I think I also had that kind of phase where I think that having uh, having having anime girl characters as your collection is uncool or something. Cringe then, or cringe, <laughs> I guess you could say. And it is. I discovered K on at that time, like ten years back. Oh no! And oh. can you can you guess what uh, what Nandroid I had? Mio, Mio. <laughs> no, it's Azusa. Ah, it's even worse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, it's even a bootleg Nandroid at that time. I like, but the worst thing is I pre-ordered a Figma of Azusa, of Azusa. And it's around cheap, like one five, one thousand five hundred pesos at the time, and it's really what? cheap at the standard. That is, and it's like a pre-order for an upcoming figure, so it's new at that time. And yeah, I still have that box somewhere. And then after that, like a few years later, a decade later, I have six Android figures now, still in box, still in the box. Yes, what are you doing? What are never you doing, to man? be opened. I'm just kidding. I'll probably open it someday. I, yeah. I used to, f- I used to feel that like keep it in a box for like some stuff, but like I'm at this point where I'm like, no, why, why bother? Yeah. Why get it right if you're just keep gonna keep it in the box? It seems silly. Yeah, actually. So my actual uh, approach here is, at that time. It's kind of understandable for me because I was hoping that someday I would have my own display case to put all of these figures. Uh-huh. But eventually I have so many stuff that I need to dis- uh, to sell out some that I don't need anymore. And Yeah, how many, how many RX-78s do you have? I have seven. <laughs> In case you lose six? <laughs> no, I mean seven kinds, different kinds of iterations for the RX-78 too. I think the one is the entry grade that we previously purchased for cheap. And then the others like special anniversaries, uh, what else? Um, that the O Gundam from Do- Gundam Double O, which is kind of like a RX seventy eight, I guess. And then the fortieth anniversary one, the one that looked like a steampunk kind of uh, RX seventy eight. It's like it's like when you get in and you see that's like top shelf material, right? Yeah, I want to like have my these... own multiverse of you know RX seventy eight. <laughs> Amurure will never rest in Chad's world. <laughs> in this universe, Amurure was a villain. <laughs> man, I, I think uh, one of the things that I've been... Okay, you, you know about this, Chad. Like, the, one of the things I've been wanting to have, because uh, I've gotten to that phase that, okay, the articulation is nice, but I don't want to have to like uh, pose them all the time or change them. It's So I just want like nice statues. So Papa Parade came along. I love that. Uh I was so close to buying an an, an Alphonse Elric uh, pop-up parade because I love Full Metal Alchemist. But uh, what's really gotten through my head right now, that's really running into my head, is like I don't have a very nice um, representation of how much I love Macross. And I've been looking for one that could transform. Ah, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, I keep holding back on Macross, man. I think same but, for me before. Um. <laughs> Definitely, I want one from Frontier. Yeah, dude. Frontier, the Messiah. Yeah, so I guess cool. I could check that out. <laughs> I, I hate have, you. I hate you. I have my own VF thirty five. Eventually, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm at this point right now that I do want to make like one big purchase. I just haven't decided on what. 
Like I am tempted between I'm you know, you, you probably help me choose here. Um my choices are yeah, Macross, Messiah, probably. Um the, the, the one with is, the super parts or just the regular Messiah? Honestly, I, I don't even know if I want it in like jet form or mech form. Um the other thing, walk thing. Or probably that. On this best of both. Yeah, <laughs> it's a plane, but with legs. Yeah, chicken, uh, chicken, chicken mech. The chicken mech. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other choice was like, um, I'm playing League, right? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, there is an ongoing event right now for their yeah. skin line, the Star Guardian skin line. Oh, okay. Right, I know. Uh, I see. The I art see school thing they have right now. Not the art school thing. The the magic the Sailor Moon theme the, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Um, they've actually released some some statues of those, and they look really nice. Oh yeah, I think I saw those promotions before. Yeah, like as far as like scratching my itch of like something I feel connected to, I've been stuck on this game for the last ten years. So can't can't get more attached than that, right? Yeah. That is true. That yeah. is true. I think, and and uh, uh, League has been, yeah, their lean towards the more uh, weeb stuff has been pretty open. And the, yeah. the skins are legit good. Like, it's so the annual thing, remember, even with the Star Guardian. Like, they have new kind of themes for each year, if I remember. Yep. Like, yeah, the usual thing is like a magical girl kind of motif. And then, I guess, even school theme. Yeah, uh, it was right. all school themed. Okay. Uh, really. Uh, it's just uh, during the first year, it was uh, five characters had the magical girl treatment, and then the following year, because the theme was so successful, they got five more characters and then skinned them in magical girl also. Um, and then they made a storyline connecting both generations, and then this is like, I want to say the. Th- third and fourth generation because wild drift has its own star guardian storyline going on and then mm-hmm. yep um the pc version has its own running in parallel oh so it's it's actually interesting like um all mm-hmm. of them tie together like the the star guardians of the wild drift version they're covering the story of like one of the characters that was a villain in the previous arc and was redeemed, I suppose. Wow, <laughs> that mm. that's that's an interesting lore development. Like, actually, Riot does that very well. Yeah, and then species version, the main characters are, um, they were civilians in the previous arc, so, um, they were powerless before, but they were chosen as like Star Guardians now. So it's a lot of tackling, um, the traumas of, you know, um being like victims of the previous attack which was pretty bad like it it fucked up the entire city and now wrestling with um crawling out of the shadow of the previous generation Mm -hmm. star guardians Mm about building their own names that's interesting yeah um it's pretty nice uh i haven't actually finished it since the whole thing is ongoing i'm gonna actually show you guys like a picture of the statue Statues. Um, I'm gonna dump it where uh podcast the okay the tech chat. All right, yeah. I think oh, sh- speaking of uh, how do you call this? The like certain media or games that you wanna have a collection like I had before. Uh, I think I had that piece with Overwatch. 
at that time when it was still popular or was still you know uh, at the, at its peak, like in 2016. So yeah, we had this kind of um, mindset that we want to have this merch or want to have a piece of collection of this. And then yeah, and then some few years a uh, few years later, I have the same experience with uh, Monster Hunter. Although I didn't manage to purchase much merch for them, like only have like trinkets, like keychains. Since I wasn't that really much, uh, how do you say, dedicated mm-hmm. in collecting for Monster Hunter, and then a few years later, now it's Final Fantasy fourteen. So I have this set, mindset, another mindset again that I want to have a piece of a collection. But thing is, it's hard to find merch around, even in the Philippines and even in Japan, because. <clears throat> either it's hard to find or it's sold out pretty fast. Ooh, Chad, I saw your statue of Ishtola. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's um, one of my holy grails, like having an Ishtola figure. Like I really f- tried to find it when it was available, when it was released in the Philippines. Is this is this Katarina? Like the one you sent, Chad? Uh, right? Uh, no. So the first one is Zoe. The second mm-hmm. is Jinx, and then the third isn't Star Guardian, but it's like Elementalist Lux. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Man, the, the enemy is strong in these ones. Yeah. Nice. Well, I actually, um, actually like Jinx for the first time. Yeah. That's so Damn. different. It's such a different presentation. That yeah, is so it cool. looks so anime, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would I would love one yeah, of these. Yeah, it's so cool. No, no, no. There's like, um, the Jinx one is like 31,000 yen to be released Holy in the crap. Fall. Yeah, it's obscene, man. Uh, okay, <laughs> that, that that made me take a step back, but I can see the quality, one hundred percent. It's great, Deba. Um, the Lux one is probably around the same. Also, it's it's obscenely expensive. Yeah, I kind of remember having the same dilemma for that in anime fig- uh, female characters, like with Xenoblade Chronicles two. I think Kotobukiya released like statues for Pyra and Mitra. But as a separate figures, as separate figures, and each cost like fifty, uh, thirty thousand yen. But no, thank you. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I can't. Like, first of all, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Number two, where can I display it? <laughs> the the figures are so large that you need another layer of uh, display shelf just to put them out of the box, and of course maintenance. Like, it's gonna be dusty, so you need to be very you know uh extra careful as also because fragile parts <laughs> like some of the effects even the sword so you know there are there are effects uh like the sword like the pointy sword design ah, so there's a chance right. that you could break off some parts when you try to clean it so it's like for me it's like a no so <laughs> or probably i will just buy a bootleg and just put a display Outside, yes, I don't mind if it gets dusty because it's cheap, but still. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. sometimes if you, sometimes you just want to have it exist around you, so you'd even buy Class A, especially if the availability is just uh, that hard. Yeah, yeah. But for me, yeah, for now, like, actually, when I when I saw the Solo Sugar Kid, like, Messiah, like, okay, okay, that's the one I want. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, I guess uh, I guess we also ta- I guess we tackled a lot now in our discussion of you know 
either you just you know you buy or you buy your figures. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, last one is I'm definitely gonna get the Iron Mouse Nando. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I guess what, we, it has. Yeah, we can mention like what's your upcoming uh, wish list that you're planning to buy. Like either you pre-order it or you're just planning to buy it when you have the chance. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can start. All yeah, right. Alan, go uh, ahead. Like you started with Iron Mouse, right? Yeah. So there's gonna be the, the Iron Mouse isn't. Uh, it's just been announced, but it doesn't have. There's no pre-order yet. I am actually uh, getting that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it looks great. And then. And then I I failed to get the Hoshu Marine Nando, so I yeah same. I missed the chance to pre-order even the Papa Parade for Marine. I, I was I was informed by the dude like I know you put the money down, but I have to tell you now you didn't make it. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's an issue for allocations. Like some regions only have a certain amount that will be available, and if you miss that slot. Either you have to wait for another batch or just find it elsewhere in other sources oh. what is available I mean, now. A, uh, there's been a uh, a reprinting like confirmed. Yeah. But I already I already like put that money into the Ocean Marine like power parade. So you know that that that, that uh, part of the that I want to have something Ocean Marine around, around me is already sated. <laughs> so I'm fine now. Just yeah. the starring <laughs> must end though. Like. That's so wild, right? V two from America getting like a getting a Nendo. That's that's insane to me. Actually, I don't really know too much about VTuber lore, but I have managed to catch a few. Which you know, um, yeah, I was to- telling Chad I got like the Gora one. I don't <laughs> even watch her, <laughs> but she's a shark, so it counts. She's a shark, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm circling back to the IKEA shark. She's a shark. <laughs> I have this plan, like, I wanted to have Papa Parade figures of VTubers, or yeah, actually VTubers that I like. So I have Coroni now, and I was hoping that I could get a Mar- Marian figure for as a Papa Parade one, and probably, what else I could get? Uh, maybe Kali, the English Hololive one, probably. Yeah, that's tempting. Yeah, but... Yeah, the, the challenge here is if you manage to get to land a pre-order slot, but in some case, I just tend to forget pre-order, so I have more of a chance now if I could land a purchase if it's available. And hopefully not that expensive. Not, I will probably skip those who are selling it really overpriced. But yeah, just hoping I could get, because I, I think I saw a Nandroid figure of Marin bin on sale now, but still... Uh, a bit pricey from your usual. Uh, I guess that's how they price it in the the SRP. But I'm having that second thought: Should I get an Android of Marion, or should I just wait for the good smile uh, for the <clears throat> Papa Parade version of Marion? So that's a tough choice for me. Yeah. Uh well, for me, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not like I said. This is. I don't really actively collect, but like I just finished binging eighty six. Oh boy, another <laughs> another goodbye. So, uh, so do you I'm want to check it out right now? Ah, uh, I'm thinking about it. And speaking wow, of right. speaking of Mecca, I mean, in October there's a new Gundam series being premiered. So another yeah, which from Mercury? Me. Was it? Yeah, which from Mercury? 
I'm down for just watching. Uh, I don't know. Um, Gunpla just hasn't had that effect on me in a yeah. while. But the problem is they had a Chogokin version of that Gundam. So another... Already? Another dilemma. It was announced like last week, so it's a tough choice. Wait, or... Witch of Mercury, which has not been, yet been uh, released, is already having a Chogokin line robot? Yeah, but it'll be available around that same period when it'll be premiered. And they also premiered the pre- uh, the prologue episode in some Okay, events. that's true. Yeah, all right, all right. So They're blitzing on this already. Like, so much press on it. I mean, McDonald's had, you know, the Charburger, but on the side, there were ads of Witch of Mercury already. Yeah. Damn. And I think it's a simulcast worldwide. So, Is that a first uh, run then? Uh, if yeah, you, if you IBO count, do that. Uh, I think IBO did as well, like simulcast same day. But oh, I think, uh, uh, same day. later, same day. But I think uh, Japan premiered a bit early, like few hours, and then it's been uh, uploaded on YouTube for mm-hmm. the international viewers. Pretty sure they would do the same uh, for which Mercury in YouTube, like the way they did. I think the simulcast would be uh, Gundam Build Fighters and Build Divers. The actual uh, worldwide simulcast. I actually miss Build Fighters. Same. I, I appreciate... Uh, I really like Build Di- Build Fighters more than Build Divers. Oh, no. I didn't finish Divers. Divers was horrible. Yeah, I stopped watching the first one. The redive... They said the redive was way better. Like, uh... second... They would prefer it second... Over Build Fighters, the OG. And Redive. <clears throat> build Divers. Uh, build Redive is the isekai-looking one, right? It's the isekai. Uh, well, more of an RPG. Yeah, more of an yeah, RPG approach. One. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. But I do want to go back to it just to see what where they went with it. Yeah. I would probably... Try watching Redive, but I'm, I'll probably stop on attempts on rewatching the original Build Divers. So yeah, I mean, for like me, it. Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try was that was a treat. I loved it so yeah. much. But when Build Divers season one was uh, that was rough, bro. It that was, was rough. rough. I didn't like <laughs> it. Like, yeah, it has some good parts, but the time when they decide to go a la Sword Art Online, I just I stopped because there's no much stake at it. Like, there's no big risk for them to focus on going online. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's a good place to start, to close up. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like, almost in uh, almost two hours. But, yeah. So, that's it for our discussion on anime merch. Like, how we would decide if we're going to buy and how we decide when not to buy. <laughs> okay, I, I, yeah, I didn't really just... learn anything there. I yeah, I don't think there was a point uh, that we didn't. We uh, weren't learning buy lesson. Anything. Nothing. We just spend. <laughs> we learned nothing there. We learned. No, I mean, I guess we could say we spend wisely. <laughs> I, I suppose. I um, guess the the the, the 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 demand just changed over time. Yeah, but uh, my only takeaway there mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's um, consider space, be responsible with your money, and um, if you want expensive contraceptives yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's the fastest way to get be broke unless you know you could sell it at a higher price if you're lucky if it's like the hot item people are right. sorting after 
Yeah, so, you can do the trifecta. You can get into a gacha game, get, buy figures, and also buy magic cards. Yeah, that's a bad <laughs> idea. But on the brighter side, magic cards, like, as time goes by, some cards would go sky go sky high, like triple Look at price. this man trying to defend his decisions. <laughs> like, I remember selling a, a magic card, like, 10 grand. I'm not touching that topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So it's been a great day. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, man, for joining us again. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about stuff. More stuff. Like we will yeah. be talking about a lot more stuff. More Japan stuff. On. I think I want to hear more stories from Rai and shenanigans in Japan. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll share whatever I dig up. I mean, what do I have lined up soon? Uh, not much on the weeb end. Like I said, I've been actively avoiding spending on that hobby, but maybe more idols. Mm. I am trying to find an Atarashi Gakkodi does. Uh, Actually, I want uh, to. I want to see the performance. They're pretty, pretty, pretty good. They're great. They're yeah. great, dude. Mm. Like one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I might try watching perfume. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Nice. A good shit. Nice. Best EDM good. in Japan. Hopefully. Uh, we're just going to try to find a good time for it, you know? Yeah, I was, of course. I'm, I'm wishing I could watch a performance, a con- uh, concert for any Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, they have the bangers in soundtrack, so... Ah, uh, dude. Um, Tristan, from, um, Tristan from Squeaky Wheel actually bought tickets to a Final Fantasy or- orchestra. Darn. I don't know if he's already seen it or if it's still um, coming, actually. But they had a con... Uh, FF14, like, the band, like, the Primals had a concert uh, last month. And, yeah, it was, like, they have this option to sell virtual tickets. Like, you can watch it uh, online. And I missed that chance, which is, like, bummer. Like, so. You know one thing I'd like to hear from? What? Our mm-hmm. wonderful listeners. Guys... <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, sticking around to the end of this episode. We'll be covering more topics and uh, more more cons, actually. So, chat, yeah, why don't you stay tuned. Actually, stay, <clears throat> stay tuned for our post-event discussion for July. Like, We'll be doing a live version of our post-event July events where we're going to talk about the events we covered, like ToyCon, ACX, or Anime and Cosplay Expo, Conquest Festival and more like we're gonna do like one of a kind because it's one of those months that we have a proper event release and people are really so you know hungry for conventions experience and we've seen a lot of you know you know we've seen why (laughs) because people there are a lot of people just going going to the conventions that is hard to go around and yeah it's a statement that people are actually you know willing to spend much on conventions like meet and greets merchandise or just you know just hang out at an event so yeah All so right. we'll talk about it and we'll do actually we'll be doing it as a live version so there's a live edition of rf talk where we talk about the events and you could interact with us ask questions share your feedback about events and we'll get you know we could interact with you so stay tuned for that and of course, uh, we have more reviews as well for gaming. So stay tuned for our Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak review sometime this period, probably next week. 
and you can check it on rimrufas.com and you could also check out some of our meme stuff quick news on our social media channels on facebook instagram and twitter we'll be also uploading the event aftermath and some of our posts uh, unboxing stuff on our figures on our youtube channel rimaru and of course don't forget to catch up on our older episodes of rf talk on spotify so just search on rf talk and you can check on our previous episodes so yeah, of course, this is Chad along with Alan and Ryan. Thank you, everyone. Right. Bye. We'll see you next time, folks. Adios. Bye.